Welcome to the Y Fighters. My name is Josh. And I'm Travis. And we're back for another week. Damn right we are. Existence is pain. Is it ever? I'm just tired. I'm not that tired, surprisingly. I I am running on like the past two weeks. I've been sleeping not as much as I should during the week because I'm being stupid and like either yeah. getting something done and then getting distracted and then on my phone till like 1.30 in the morning. Yep. And then what ends up happening is on the weekend, I'll fucking sleep for nine hours, which I hate. I actively hate that because like if I want eight to seven as my ideal, anything longer. Like if I sleep in past nine, I feel like I'm wasting my day. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I woke up at 1230 the weekend, not the weekend that just passed, but the weekend prior. And like that ruined me because I had to work at like four. Yeah, it's hit or miss. Like I, I'm typical. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I get up 11-ish. That's not the worst for me. Uh, but it also depends. Like lately I've been trying to be more of a like got to get up at nine. Like got to get myself out of bed and do – but like I think I said this before. Um, there's that week where I had to do the math test and <laughs> I had to wake up at 7 a.m. to get there or whatever. And I never realized until recently how many hours are in a day when you don't have anything to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like, it makes such a difference when – um. You actually have the opportunity to do whatever. Yeah, because like even today, like I woke up at I think nine because uh, I went to bed early last night because I was I felt like absolute shit. I was like, I need to go to bed. I passed out and then I woke up at three and I'm like, I'm not letting this happen again. So I just went right back to bed and I kept waking up like every three hours and then I hit nine. And I'm like, nine's an acceptable time to wake up. It hurts. I wake up now. I um see that's the thing though is like with nine if you even if you go to bed by one you're still getting a solid eight hours sleep exactly like that's the thing like I would have gotten nine hours technically and I'm fine with that actually speaking of which I uh I have officially two shifts left at my part time oh nice because uh, when I gave in my how did they weeks, take it how how, how did you do they're it? pretty good yeah. uh it was the manager who took my two weeks is the one who I've been like. Not butting heads with, but the one who's, like, been kind of giving me shit. Yeah. Like, in the sense of, I feel that, I notice that she always, when she talks to me and then immediately talks to one of the girls who works there. Because it's, like, there's three guys compared to, like, uh, I'd say, like, 30 staff. It's three guys. Yeah. When she talks to myself or, because I, I haven't seen the other guys at work lately. When she talks to me and then talks to one of the girls, there's a very clear difference in, like... I guess, attitude slash mood. Yeah. With me, it's always like, oh, you're here. And so she was pretty good with it. Like, I was like, yeah, and I, I'm just, I'm exhausted. Like, I can't juggle everything. And she's like, okay, I understand. And I was like, well, you know, it's been good working here. And like, I, I, I shook her hand. I was polite because I wrote up the letter and um, I went in to go drop it off because I also, for completing probation, I got this opportunity to have a free dog class. Yeah. And I was like, cool, I'm going to at least use this before I go. Like, I'll at least sign up. The next day, the assistant manager, like the one, like, because I guess she was like floor manager. Then there's assistant manager of the store and a store manager. S assistant store manager comes over and goes, hey, uh, he, he makes a joke. He's like, oh, you're le like, you traitor, you're leaving us. And we laughed a bit. And he's like, no, I get it, though. And he's like, got bad news, though. The free class is for ongoing employees because the company treats uh. it like a free advertisement. I'm like... It's a fucking punch to the balls, man. Like, it's a $130 class. Yeah, but no, I that makes sense. That I, like, yeah, that but, makes but, complete sense. Because that's the thing that was like, yeah, they, the way that was never mentioned when I started, it was in the sense of because like, they don't expect, they don't expect you, you to yeah, go. They don't expect you to go. But it's like, to be like I'll but, work here for three months just to trick them into a free class. But anytime that I've worked in a place where it says, hey, you get this after like this amount of time, if it's something redeemable, because of mind you, it's been, if stuff, if it's, sorry, stuff that's been redeemable has never been anything that's been long form, like, because it's a six-week class. It's kind of a shame. Like, it's not the end of the world. Like, I'm going to run one of them, one of my dogs through it, then, like, if I like it, run the other one, too. Excuse me. But um, it just, it was, like, one of those fucking moments where, like, had it all planned out. It went all great the day of. Next day, it's like, hey, by the way, punch the nuts. I don't know. I, I think it's completely understandable. Like... They should advertise it no, as yeah, that, I, sure, I get but, it. like... I get why they're doing it. Like, I have no hard feelings about it. Yeah. But for me, it's just one of those, like, fuck, I was kind of looking forward to getting, like, the value out of it. Yeah. Um, but with that, freeing up that time in my week, I realized, like, I could easily get an extra hour of sleep minimum each night of the week. 
and have like time to do like because I realized I'll actually be able to go out on weekends a bit more because yeah. I won't have to plan around waking up on a Sunday. Well, yeah, like well, because here's the thing: is like if I have a, a Saturday shift, depending on the time of day, if it goes late, then it's like cool. I um I'm not going out after this because yeah, if I finish no, at nine, fuck like that. fuck that. And who go, like I'm not going to go out and do big stuff on Sunday. I might like go hang out or like just relax. But having the full weekend free, it's like sky's the fucking limit. And then like yeah. if I can catch up like a little bit of sleep during the week, extra couple hours here and there, and it's like that extra free time is like I can do the podcast quicker. I can actually like do stuff again, not have an existential crisis and want to die because I don't sleep. True, true. But I know it's um. It's a positive, that's for sure. I'm just, I'm really eager to not work two jobs right now because I kind of realize what I'm willing to put up with. And no, stupid, stupid fucking customers is not that. Nope. Also, fucking 12 hour Mondays suck. Oh, yeah. Like, as I do my co op and go straight to that, I had the dumbest motherfucker this week come into the store, Travis. All right. This guy comes up and he's got a bag with like a, a fish tank in it. He's like, hey, I'm uh, I'm looking to talk to somebody about fish, and I'm like, yeah, well, the best people to ask would be go to the back of the store. And he looks at me and goes, yeah, because I got this tank secondhand. I'm like, I'm not the guy to talk to. Yeah. I just told you back of the store. He keeps talking, so my manager sees this because I'm working the cash, and she comes over and she starts talking to him too. And she goes, oh, what kind of fish do you have? He goes, oh, I have a Popeye goldfish. And she goes, or sorry, a puppy-eyed fish, like a bulgy-eyed one. She goes, oh, yeah, that's a form of goldfish. Um, that's like a less than five gallon tank. Like they need 29 gallons at least to have a proper environment to grow. And he's like, well, he doesn't seem to have a problem. And it kind of goes quiet for a second. And she looks at him and goes, but that'll stunt his growth. Well, he, he's, he seems big enough right now. No, that's, that's not good for the fish. It'll stress him out. Like it's not a good environment for him. And then I can't remember how the conversation went because I kind of tuned him out because I had to help a customer. Yeah. And when I turned back around, I hear her say, well, why don't you get a bigger tank? He's like, well, I'm just testing out to see like if, uh, if I like having a fish. And she goes, well, you've already got the fish. Like, <laughs> and keeps going. And it's like, well, what are you planning on doing? He's like, well, I'm training them. And it goes quiet again. She looks at him and goes, you are training the fish? <laughs> and it goes, you know, it, it hangs. And he goes, Yeah. She's like, okay. Didn't want to pursue the conversation no. further at that point. And, you know, I don't fucking blame her because this guy keeps going on and on. She goes, okay, for a five-gallon tank like that, a better idea might be a betta fish. And he goes, oh, can I get two of them? She goes, not in the same fucking tank you can't. They'll kill each other. And he goes, really? What about that and the, the Popeye? It, it'll kill the Popeye. Like, it'll kill it. It's a betta fish. They're aggressive. And he goes, well, um, I mean, she goes, it's bright colors. They don't like that. And he goes, Oh, it's a dull color. And she goes, it'll still kill the fish. Like this guy kept arguing every single fucking point. And then in the end, she walks away and goes, yeah, the people at the back can go help you out. He sticks around for a moment while I'm helping a customer. And then I'm like, oh, well, they're just the back. So he goes, where he's like, yeah, I'll look into it. I'm like, well, there's more tanks. Like you look into like, if you want to get a bigger one, he goes, well, they're in a Tupperware right now. And I'm like, why are you fucking talking to me? Like, please just go. Just go away. This is so aggravating. And this fucker has, like, a bag of fish as he's walking on, like, the stupid minnows and shit. He's like, yeah, I'll start off with these. I'm like, cool, you do you. And I give him a bag. And he's got the bag with the tank in it and something else. He's like, oh, I don't know if I can hold all this. I'm like, well, here, I can give it to you like this. You hold these two in one hand. He takes the bag of fish, puts it on the hard side of the fucking fish tank and wraps the, the handles of the plastic bag over. He goes, oh, it's nice and snug. Now it won't shake around. I'm like... That bag of fish is going to pop within five minutes of you walking out the store. And frankly, I'm okay with it because I close in three. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not fucking dealing with this. And I feel like once he's left the store, it's your own fault. Like, you can't come back and be like, my fish is dying. Like, Well, actually, technically, it's like if the fish dies within 14 days, like, you can return it. Like, Really? Get, if they die within 14 days, because, like, the thing is, uh, bringing the fish from the tank outside to home, yeah. temperature changes, especially during the winter. But I get there probably are probably circumstances like if you're a jackass and fucking drop them, it's like, you know, tough shit. But um, I don't know. I've been like still a lot of stupid people as of late. And that that double beta fish thing has been I've been hearing that a lot lately. I'll have people who come up with those stupid like fucking those little tiny plastic bowls 
like the one where you spend like five bucks on the damn thing. Yeah. And then they'll put down two betta fish. I'm like, oh, you already got a tank at home? Nope. I'm like, you're going to either put a fish back or get a second bowl, or you're going to have no fish by the morning because they will kill each other. And like your two eight-year-old children will not want to learn the circle of life that way. No. <laughs> and then it oh, fucking, I just, I don't get it. It's just people stupid are, people. Well, fuck. You want to hear stupid people? Fuck. I, uh, I was out yesterday. Uh, went out with some friends mm-hmm. and uh, we were on the bus back to back home. Mm-hmm. And um, when I first got on the bus, I immediately noticed this guy. He had one of those distinct, like you could tell he was going to be problems. Oh, that's always yeah, fun. Exactly. Um, Describe he, his appearance to me. Uh, very rugged. Um, I, I couldn't like, I just. Did he look like he smoked cigarettes out of the filter? I guess, yeah, but he looked more homeless. Okay, kind of raggedy. Raggedy, yeah, and <laughs> was making a cardboard sign on the bus. Like he was getting ready to go and panhandle somewhere else. Hmm. So he was leaving downtown, which would be the place to panhandle, and going more towards a suburban neighborhood where you you can't panhandle. That's uh yeah, that's one of those things where going to like if I if I'm walking on Orleans and there's someone just at the the corner asking for change, it's like that just seems really out of place. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I can't think of anybody where I live that I like it, it's distinctive well, that the people that panhandle are downtown. Well that's how the reason being there. is foot traffic. Yeah. Like why are you going to the suburb? Yeah, why are you going somewhere where people are obviously going to ignore you more? Well, they want to go inside. They want to yeah. go home. Like that's it. Like, is he going door to door? Like, I, you know, what that reminds me of I, those fucking people who you see like online or stuff, who they get caught panhandling and then yeah. walking into a car, and a nice one too. Yeah, that's always rough. That um, that's the one that pisses me off. But no, that's not even the re- that, like that's not even the reason I was like this guy's a fucking asshole or annoying to say the least. Um, me and my buddy started talking because you know we're on the bus. What else are you gonna do for forty minutes while you go home? And uh, Spider-Man got brought up. Something about Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming came up. Don't really remember what it was. But this guy, sitting a few rows back from us, decides to chime into our conversation. Out of nowhere, just goes, Spider-Man Homecoming fucking sucked. And we're like, okay. Didn't realize this was a conversation for everyone. And that's the thing, too, is like, why the like why? It's like yeah, it's exactly. Why? So we sort of sat there and we were like, okay, well, there's, there's, we don't know how to deal with this because if you ignore him, it's awkward. But if, if you <laughs> confront him, this guy's obviously a lunatic. Yeah, that's it. It's like even if he run the risk of not if you don't confront it, yeah. that he then tries to get your attention. So um, and it's like, well, this just turned into a whole different yeah. ball game. So uh, he. We listen, or uh, he started, my buddy turned over and he was just like, oh, you know, well, uh, that's your opinion. You know, we, we liked it. You know, everybody's allowed their opinion. And he just started, he said, like, it wasn't like, didn't do anything. He was just like, oh, yeah. But then now the guy fucking's talking to us and he won't stop. Starts going on and uh, he's just, here's what he says. And we're like, it confused the fuck out of us. <laughs> he was like, um, Oh, yeah, I guess, you know, because I like I, I loved the old Punisher movie, but I didn't like the new one so much. And we're like, oh, you mean the TV series? He's like, no, th- the movie. We're like, what fucking movie? There's, there's no movie. But he's like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah, there was a movie in like 2017, man, blah, blah. And we're like, no, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. But you can't be like, what are you going to say? Like, the guy's obviously just like, we don't want to go. So we're like, oh, we must have missed that one. And he's like, oh, maybe it was older. You know, maybe I'm just, I, I don't know. And we're just like. Okay, buddy, whatever you say. And then he started going and started recommending movies and we're just like, okay, whatever. And then after a while, he just shuts up, goes back to making his signs. You know what that reminds me of? This one time, so around the winter, I had gone towards uh, the Games Workshop and Coliseum. Yeah. And I went to go buy a gift for my secret Santa. Yeah. When I caught the bus afterwards, there was this guy pacing at the uh, the bus stop and he just starts a conversation with me. I'm like, okay, like I'm not, like, oh, fuck it, I'll take off my earbuds, I'll, I'll converse with the guy, like why not? He seems like a nice fella. We start talking about movies, and so the guy goes on about like classic Christmas films, and we uh, 
he's talking to me about like you know um ebenezer scrooge the whole thing like christmas carol like all that kind yeah. of stuff grinch he's like yeah it's all the new grinch and like he seemed like a, a nice fellow, but like kind of just a little off where you're like has no social cues yeah because on the bus we got talking about will ferrell and elf thank god the guy got off i got off not shortly afterwards because at one point he just goes yeah elf was great but it was like you know there was that fight with the fucking midget that made me laugh and i'm like haha and then he goes yeah it's fucking pathetic being beaten by someone that size like jesus christ i could fucking oh, kill a midget okay. easily and i'm like we're on a bus yeah there's people like you're loud and he's like because then exactly cause other people don't know like, that you don't know this guy they yeah. just see you having a conversation with someone they're like oh this guy knows this other person i was like huh, okay I was like, this is my stop. <laughs> yeah, there was a point where, like, he was talking. I was, like, sort of thinking to myself, I'm like, is it weird if I just get off this bus and we, we act like, this is our stop, and then we catch the next bus? <laughs> like, just to get away. From, either way, the you guy, know what? Um, I get that, though. Like, yeah. sometimes you have this level of crazy you're willing to put up with on a yeah. bus. Like, last week. Mine's um, very limited. I, I like to have my headphones in. That's why I hate being with people because that – well, brings actually, in the yeah. fucking crazy. Well, last week, actually, on my way here to the show, on the bus, Daniela Breton, um, there was this, like, little old lady on the bus, and I guess they hit the lights, and, like, a little bit of traffic, and so I had to actually pull up to get to the Le Breton bus stop. Yeah. This lady starts wearing, excuse me, the stop, and it's moving towards the stop. She'd assume that when we stopped the lights, because, like, there was enough traffic, oh, we just passed I lights. I hate She thought people. that was a stop. So she started shouting more and more. And she's like, excuse me, the stop and screaming. And then eventually it hits and she goes, thank you and gets off. And it's like, lady, you're going to be there in like two seconds. Like he was going to the stop. I hate those people with a fucking passion. Oh, they're Every so once in a while, aggravating. Yeah. Uh, the one that I remember recently was this guy started freaking out because the doors weren't opening. Because, yeah, we weren't at the stop. So we were – I. It might have been like same area sort of thing where it's like you hit a stop sign and then the next – like the stop is like right there or whatever. Yeah. And the guy starts freaking out. We're at the back of like a double um, – a stretched bus. So like a double. And uh, he runs from the back to the very front to be like, let me off. And the guy's like, we're not at the stop yet. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Like calm down. My favorite one is when like people who miss their stop – you can tell that it's just that fucking, just that little bit of a, like a bad day yeah. where they lose their shit when like the bus driver pulls away from their stop without them getting out. And, and like honestly, they start. Though, you should be fucking ready. Unless you are fucking crippled. You see, that's the thing is like, that's, like, that's what I, my mindset is like, if I'm at a bus stop, I get up before the bus stops. Oh, yeah. Unless it's super crowded. At which point when it's super crowded, there's plenty enough room. I, if I, you are still sitting down when the bus stops and you wait till the last minute to get up and go to the door, it's your own fucking fault. And then why are you yelling at the bus driver when he drives away? And it's like, cool, your dumb ass should have been up and moving like a good 15, 30 seconds ago. Yeah, I, I remember because, yeah, I've always been like that, too. I'm always one of those like I'm at the door. The moment the bus has stopped, I'm hitting it and I'm getting off that fucking bus. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember when I was 100%. in grade, fuck, it would have been like maybe grade seven, grade seven or grade eight. Like back when I still had to take the yellow school bus. And um, I remember on like one of my first days or whatever, yeah, the, my stop was coming up. It was probably like three seconds from the bus stop to like let me off. And I stood up and the bus driver fucking screamed at me. Fucking went ballistic. <laughs> and then she's just like, it's not safe. What if I had to stop? I'm like, yeah, you're coming to my stop. Like, it's fucking right there. <laughs> like, that's the thing. That's why they have so many handrails. Yeah. I actually had a time, though, where um the fucking bus driver hit the brakes harder than intended. And I actually tripped and went flying a bit <laughs> on the bus. <laughs> but, like, still managed to catch myself. But this fucking guy who had been standing with me at the prior bus stop, like, by a few minutes earlier... Starts laughing at me. And it's like, man, fuck you. <laughs> like, um, I remember this. This is what pissed me off about this yellow school bus that I took when I was in like grade. I'm gonna say like grade six. Um, so we the bus route had me dropped off very last, and this is back when I would have been young enough that I still needed like somebody to watch, like a babysitter to watch me during the day, or watch me like before I got home or whatever the fuck. Okay, yeah. So it would be. 
I'd get dropped off at this place. Then my dad would come and pick me up and then we'd go home afterwards. And I remember, uh, yeah, because I was the very last bus stop. But there was this weird thing where we passed my stop <laughs> on the route. But <laughs> it's still – so I was always like – I remember one day just going, I'm like, can you just not let me off right now? And she's like, no, because we're on the other side of the street, you see. So I can't – like I can't. Like, but I'm like the whole point of the you know flashing stop sign is so it's that so the traffic can, stops, so that I can cross the street. Yeah, that's the, it's a mobile stop. It cuts out twenty minutes for me getting home. It literally like drives past the place, then goes all throughout other neighborhoods, and then drives back and drives that's the thing I'm like, too. Like honestly, it made no at the, sense at the point too where it's like, look, like it's twenty minutes. Like, can you do me a favor here? That's that's significant too. Like that's that's an episode of exactly. The Simpsons without commercials. Because it would have been like at that point, it would have been three people had been dropped off, and then we had to go through the rest of the bus, and then me at the very end. And I was like, I could be the fourth person off instead of the twentieth. And plus, that means for them, it's just that after that student, they just have not do not stop. Like. <laughs> exactly. You can find another route, probably a faster one to leave so that you're not going back to this fucking either way. It's just one of it those just things. It no just... sense. Backtracking to me makes no sense. Even when I'm in malls, I find this too. Like my buddies were just like – the other day we were in the mall and they're like, okay, well, we want to go here, here, and here. I'm like, okay, well, then we should do these three first. And they're like, why? I'm like, so that we don't have to fucking go back anywhere. Because yeah. like, you know how Rito is. Oh so they God. wanted to go to uh, – we, we came in one way. So we were at Sunrise and then they're like, OK, let's go to Hot Topic, then EB Games. And I'm like, no, no, no. We'll go to EB Games first because it makes more fucking sense. Well, yeah. There's like, no point to pass the store then come back to the store. Yeah, because it's – that's one of those things too. I will intentionally plan out trips yep. and errands. So that it's like one go. I'll even do things where I'll go get the f- – sometimes what it depends. Like uh, sometimes I'll go and I'll do the further errands first. So like, you work your way backwards. Quick yeah, succession. Makes sense. Because yep. it's like then it's, you know, I'm keeping active on the way back. But if I do all my shit on the way out, it's like there's that long, boring trek back. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like there's a particular way of doing things where it's just like if you do it right, you do it really right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not a big, uh, I'm oh, not a big oh. long travel fan. Oh, Jesus Christ! Actually, um, quick thing before we get into like kind of the brunt of the podcast of our of, uh, well, quick little update our of our weeks. weeks. Yeah. Well, yeah. I forgot to mention to you on the weekend two incidents of people walking their cats in the store. That's fucking weird. I loved it. Well, one was just like no, in that kind of no, like a thing. No, well, no, 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 because the cat, one of them was an adoptee of there, and so the cat was walking around the store on a leash. Cat, cat was shouldn't super, be adopted. Cat, <laughs> what the fuck, Travis? <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> um, no, I, this cat's on the fucking leash and it's just doing his thing walking around like, yeah, no, he loves it here. I'm like, well, fuck me. I've seen everything now. And then later on, there's a cat just inside of like this pouch and this little girl, like I see him, I'm like, is that a cat? She goes, yeah. She picks out the biggest, like fluffiest motherfucker there is. And he's got the grumpiest look on his face. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as you got closer, it was, you realize he looks pissed as shit but he's still purring and it's like i fucking love this cat and then the the worst one i saw that actually kind of made me go that's fucking weird on my street oh i see no 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 no, 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 it gets worse i saw a couple who are walking their dog and they had two strollers i'm like oh there's a baby stroller the second stroller was a mesh canopy cover i'm like that doesn't look like a kid's stroller there's a fucking cat Sitting inside the second stroller. Why? And they're walking the cat as they walk the kid and the dog. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, look, I'm all for, you know, straying from the norm every now and again. But, like, walking your cat's the one only thing. thing I Putting could, your the cat in a fucking thing stroller. thing I can see would be the, well, if we're taking everyone out, we should take the cat. Well, I the understand the, that. The cat's, like, the most independent, capable one there, probably. Exactly. You don't need to take a cat fucking anywhere. A cat is fine. Hanging out around the house. What the fuck do you do like when you're talking to friends or you go to a store and say, yeah, I'd like this stroller. Like, how well do you think this would hold a cat? Because I want to take my cat for walks, but in a stroller. So I'm expending the effort just to push my fucking cat around. I remember. um, That's reserved for old people, children, 
and people who can't oh. walk. That is my reservation for who I will push around. I, I remember uh, this wasn't too long. This was probably last summer. Or not even last summer. Probably like spring or yeah, I guess fall maybe. Who knows? Either way. It was like before the winter of this year. Um, mutual friend of ours, Carly. Uh, she has a cat that fucking loves to death. And like don't get me wrong. I love this cat too. It's a fucking phenomenal cat. But she tried the whole fucking – Let's try and take it out on a walk. Oh, my God. Put it on a leash. According to her, she was like, the cat just freaked out. <laughs> Which is understandable. A lot of them do, especially if they've been a house cat for all their life. Yes, You fucking right. bring them outside all of a sudden, and it's like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. A lot of cats sense. will try to get outside because, like, hey, that's new. Let's go check it out. They take one fucking step outside. They freeze because they haven't really been outside before. Yeah. And it's like, this is too open. <laughs> I was reading a Garfield comic recently. Why am I not surprised? I know. Um, where it, it, it was stupid. So it was Garfield. And Garfield's an outdoor cat, you know. He, he's like that mixture of inside outside. I think calling Garfield a cat's a very <laughs> He's a cat. Definition. I don't think. What the fuck do you mean? Not many cats like think that clearly. <laughs> Either way. Did but you ever check out that I'm sorry, John subreddit? No. Oh, I should. Um, but yeah, so Gar- Garfield's out. He's hanging on the fucking Screen door, like cats do, I guess, or whatever the fuck. And the the whole comic's saying, like, I'm so bored. I'm so bored. Bored, bored, bored. And then John opens the door, opens the screen door, which then throws Garfield into the house, like fucking smashing him on the house. Yeah. And John's like, oh, Garfield, dinner, come in. And then he goes back inside. I'm like, okay, here's the reason this wouldn't work. <laughs> John, let me. Okay, no, no, I, no. Wait, wait. I'd like to take the point to mention that you are really going into analyzing Garfield there. Yes, I am. So here's the thing. So if John was a smart human being, he would be like, oh, Garfield's hanging on this door that I am opening right now. Not, hey, I'm just going to swing this door open. Oh, where's my fat cat? And then swing it back around. No, any normal person sees the cat is hanging on the door. How if it's a screen door and you hit the cat, like screen doors don't stay up for shit. No. Like, you and that's, br- that's you breathe thing, like, on a screen door and they fucking break. You ever run into a screen door? No, actually, because I'm have. not a fucking idiot. I have. <laughs> my dogs have. Um, okay. My uh, fucking dogs, all right. Like uh, my one of them got too excited one day trying to get inside or it was either inside or outside and he fucking burst through the screen door. (laughs) And so I was like, cool. Eventually got that replaced. Realized during the winter as my other one, like the white one moose started getting more like bold and like attention grabbing when he wanted to come inside or if he sees you, he started jumping up and putting both paws on the glass door. And I'm like, Gonna have to curb that real fucking quick as soon as that screen door starts closing again because <laughs> that'll last all of like half a second. <laughs> I um, what happened to me was, uh, it was when I was like you know probably grade six ish or whatever the fuck, and I was going from I was outside hanging out with my parents and my grandmother or whatever. This is back when we had a backyard. I guess we have a backyard now. It was back when we lived somewhere else that had a bigger backyard. Okay. Relevant. And um, I walked inside. Or my, my mom was like, oh, go get something. And we're like, okay. I ran inside to get it. And then they closed the screen door. And as I, I was like running back outside and didn't realize, like, who the fuck? Who says, hey, go grab something? I walk inside. And they're like, we should close the door now. <laughs> I <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> it did actually – my first dog, um, or my last dog, I had a day where he was running from the backyard. This was, I was, um, I think it was nine, all right? He's running from the backyard full speed to the door. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's going to come in hard. So I closed the glass door, and I'm like, he'll stop. He didn't stop. No. I, I'm pretty sure that's the reason why my dog was not the brightest after that. <laughs> he was kind of dopey in some respects. Because he hit that fucking door hard and he kind of like hit the ground, then came back up shaking his head. Which actually, during the summer, I had the very first time where I've ever had an incident where a bird hit my window and died. Really? Yeah, because I remember I was just sitting down, enjoying the day, and I hear kathunk. (laughs) And it sounded like a, it was loud, almost sounded like a fucking gunshot. Uh, And then like, I hear, 
I was like, what the fuck was that? And I look out the window, a bird's on the ground, and it's like, it's breathing, breathing, not. And I'm like, okay, I'm not letting my dogs out back today. Nope. Like, that was, that was just fucking weird for me, because like, I... It was one second, and that, the worst part was is the blinds were cl- like the blinds were there. Yeah, like they were closed too. I had to open them, meaning that this bird saw a fucking non like a non passageway and flew full speed into it. Huh? Like this bird was trying to kill itself. That's odd. I think I might have told this one or not, but uh, did I ever tell you the story of my brother's guinea pig? No. Oh man, now this is a fucking tale. What happened to your brother's guinea pig? Basically, what happened is your typical, my brother's like, I want a dog. And my oh. parents are like, we need a training animal first. And thank God they got a training animal. <laughs> because my brother would have never taken care of a dog. <laughs> um, so we got a used, used guinea pig, I guess. Some people were like, hey, we're moving. We can't take this with us. At this point, the guinea pig is two years old. We looked up life, life expectancy, three, three years or whatever. Yeah, like, easy stuff. Okay, sounds good. Let's do it. So we get it. We get the cage and everything. And yeah, like it's 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 fine for the first little while. Five years that fucker lasted. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, was one Five fat years? son of a bitch. Yeah, loved its food. Like just, it was unbelievable. Uh, the thing would fucking love because we have a cottage up uh, just on the Quebec side, and fucking Christ, did it love going to the cottage. Well, my dad, we always had that fear that one day we'd bring it up to the cottage, we'd let it out in the grass. Like we basically okay, just – because I, I feel like I've you've told me this part before about letting a fucking guinea pig out in the grass. No, no. Um, it's it's close, but I'll t- – yeah, that's uh, – either way. So uh, my dad always had this fear that um, – because the way we would do it is we'd just take the top of the cage off. Yeah. Place it in the grass and then we'd put it in the top of the cage so it still couldn't run away. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but it would be able to eat fresh grass and it would fucking just eat and eat and eat. It went ballistic with it. But my dad was always had a fear where it's like a fucking hawk is just going to fly was, down and take this fucking. I was about fucking. to say, like you're just there one moment, like, ah, and then the next thing you know, it's like, well. It's gone. There we go. Um, but no, so uh, it, it was getting old and we were like, fuck, like, when is this thing going to die? And <laughs> my it was probably spring last year where my dad <laughs> was like, Oh, you know what? Uh, it's been a winter the whole time. She hasn't been able to go outside. I'm going to put the cage outside. And he puts it outside. He cleans a bit more. Checks out like 20 minutes later. Fucking dead. The moment it went outside. In the winter? No, in the summer. Like this oh. would have been spring. Oh, so it would have been like. Sorry, I couldn't go outside all winter. Yeah. Couldn't, <laughs> like we didn't want to put it outside all winter, obviously. Well, so yes. then spring came. We're like, oh, she should probably get some sun. <laughs> so we're out in the sun. That's just 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And I. I heavily – here's what I think happened. I think we put her outside. Uh, a fucking squirrel or something just went by and it scared the fuck out of her and her heart exploded. Because like I think she was just too old and anything that startled her like, would yeah, kill her. Average life expectancy, two to three years old, lasting five. Like that's Last, no, well, almost that, six. That's pretty fucking old. <laughs> well, yeah, because it would have been two years old already, lasted another five. So it would have been seven years old. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we were just like, okay, fucking. Oh, my God. Seven years old. Yeah. For a fucking guinea pig. Yeah, no, like uh, towards the end, my mother was the only one that loved it. I, I did not. <laughs> I hated that thing. I just, I just imagine you as a dad now, like you're gonna hit that point. My wife's not one who fucking loves it anymore. Yeah, I didn't expect it to last this long. Yeah, exactly. I'm anti-vax. I wanted it to die. Come on. I just, oh fucking. Did I ever tell you that um in the game Plague Inc. or yeah. sorry, Plague Inc. the anti-vax is an upgrade you can get. Fucking stupid. God, it's great. Um, um, but we should probably get into our weeks. Well, sorry. I'm just one last thing about like in that regard to pets. Fucking, I had a customer a while back, 18 year old cat. Ooh, yeah, 18, and the cat was still kicking. And it's do like cat, cats don't have like dog years, do they? Do they have an equivalent? They're to they're, dog years? they're very similar in like the lifespan of how far they can go. But it's like 18 years for a cat is like, yeah, oh, fucking yeah, old, fucking old. Like that cat's like, I don't know, biting like, the bullet soon. Yeah, it, used up its eight lives. You do you remember that scene from the Mummy where no. he just like crumbles into dust? I only watched the Mummy three. Okay, um, in better, uh, Infinity War. 
Yes. When Spider-Man turns into dust. Yes. That's what or I imagine that cat doing. I imagine you just look at that cat and it's like, meow, I don't feel so good. <laughs> God damn it. What's your, sorry, what's your weakness? I can't talk today. No, you really can't. I'm like running on like a very little sleep. So what was your week like? Well, fuck you. I asked you first. Nah, you go ahead. You fucked it up. Ah, Jesus Christ. Um, so, Travis, remember how a couple weeks ago I told you I started playing like a Game Boy emulator? Probably. Well, know. so I've been playing that for a while now and things were going well. Free app. I was like, cool, let's do this. So since it was a third party app, which how it works is you have to like verify them and authorize them. Yeah. It stopped working for me on Monday last week. And I was like, oh, fuck it. Like, um, I guess like, I'll have to verify it again, whatever. After two days of it not working still, I go and Google it. And then I get to the company's Twitter account. I'm like, hey, we understand that the app was revoked on the store. A bunch of uh, third-party apps are or not on the store, but like a bunch of third-party apps are being revoked so they can't actually run. Uh, we'll get back to you when it's done. S- uh, six days go by. And I realized this is probably not coming back anytime soon. Probably not. So then I see that the same company offers that for a year, for like 16 bucks Canadian, you can sign up and you basically subscribe and you get the full-on emulators of all their like of all their stuff. So that it can't be revoked, nothing like that, no apps. It's just um it's basically just like downloading an app. So I go and download the Game Boy Advance emulator with a couple other apps too. Like there's a a better Spotify one, there's like Twitter. Pokemon Go, there's a YouTube one that allows for like background playback, which is like okay. the shit. Yeah. I found out that when you have your app revoked and you go and download the new version, if you didn't manually grab your save file, despite syncing to the exact same Dropbox, okay, despite that, and having said folder sync again, manually putting the save file on your fucking phone. The emulator won't recognize it. Jesus. My just before the last boss save file for Mega Man was gone. Fucking lost all of it. That was a good four or five weeks on the bus of just playing to my work and back from my work. That's what I do on my bus because it's about like 50 minutes. I play Mega Man. So after about 30, 40 minutes of searching... I finally managed to find a Battle Network playthrough that didn't fucking end after an episode because it's some YouTuber back from like 04 or like fucking 07 named like Urban Vengeance 1989. Like I find one, watch it through 40 minutes, Travis. Yeah. 40 minutes of time was all it took for that game to be finished. 40 minutes and I would have actually fucking beat it myself. But no, the goddamn thing lost the save. The worst part is, is I still have the fucking dot save file oh. on my computer and on my phone. They're staring at me and I just fucking it. It sucks. There's a real fucking kick in the pants when a save gets lost. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like when I lost my original Dark Souls save, I was at Blight Town. Ooh. I was a good, I was a good fair amount in. And then I fucking lost all that. The amount of times I fucking lost my entirety of my save for fucking Smash Bros when I was younger, Melee, and I had to re- re-unlock all the characters. I had that happen with a copy of Zelda once. Oh, which one? Uh, Wind Waker. Oh. You want to know why? Why? Because the night my sister and I got Wind Waker, because we had our GameCube, we rented it. So we're playing the game. We had never actually played a game that required a save file before oh. since we were kids because it was all like one-off stuff. Lo and behold, we play Wind Waker. So we play the game. We get all the way to Dragon Roost Island and we get a fair amount into it. And then my sister goes, my dad goes, hey, it's time for bed. My sister's like, well, okay, we better, uh, what do we do? Like, oh, I guess, I guess we save. You go to the guy or so you go to the part where it says save. Hit the save button. And then get the message. There's no memory card. You can't save. So Q, six-year-old me, eight-year-old my sister, begging my dad at like nine o'clock at night if he could go to the store and buy a memory card. And I remember my dad looking at me and going, no, <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> like it was such a fucking clear cut, like don't bother me with this shit right now. We can go another day. And you learned a lesson, didn't you? Um, 
small side Kirk, thing from this week that I <laughs> fucking you know you see things from people and you're like, man, I wouldn't have been friends with this person. Yeah, yeah, I've I've had that moment before. Yeah, I had that moment with you. <laughs> Fuck you! What was that? <laughs> I saw the uh, photo your mother shared of you and your sister doing some stupid ass Dragon Ball Z thing. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was just like. And I looked it up, and I'm like, okay, I wouldn't have met Josh at this point. I would have met Josh the following September. Oh, my fucking God. So I was just like, oh, thank God I didn't know him at this point. Jesus Christ. You know what the worst part was? Every now and again, because I remember that when we started radio, yeah, one of the first things we got recommended in one of our classes was fucking scrub your social media. Scrub your social media. Get it all off. And I went across, and I got rid of anything that could have even seemed as inflammatory. You know what I didn't get rid of? What? I got rid of the cringy shit that you write when you're fucking 16. Oh, see, I here's my thing. I haven't gotten rid of any of that. And every once in a while, one will pop up on Facebook yeah, as my memory, and they're the best. But yeah, your cringy things are in the sense of you making really stupid jokes, yeah. or in a sense of when you're like, huh, bazinga. Yeah, I'll just, there's one where I just put a status. As, there was one week where I just had bazinga. The following week was bazinga with the definition of what it was. I know. I fucking... <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I had that fucking like Facebook stuff of like cringy like, oh, you know... Because fucking life, am I right? Just, am, am I the only person who gets this? And I'm like, ha delete. Like, every time I see that shit now, I'm like, well, this is not getting shared. Yeah, that's the thing. At I didn't intend for that fucking Dragon Ball oh, Z. Oh, God, no. I like, that's the thing. It was your mother posted it again and tagged you. And I'm like, oh, he probably doesn't want this out there. That wasn't my mother, I think. Really? No, that was a friend of mine. Like, a friend of mine and my sister's from when we lived in Rockland. I said crab at the end. No, because so. my sister um, my sister liked it or something like that because she was also tagged in it. Oh. But that, no, because like because you were tagged in it, I would see it. Well, yeah, yeah. So you saw yeah. mine, but you probably saw my sister's name as well. Oh, yeah, probably. Something like that. But oh, maybe. Yeah, that's one of those things where ugh, fucking – I saw that when I was on the bus – and so I, I partially scrolled by that. I'm like, well, fucking closing Facebook. I'm not letting people see that shit on the bus. <laughs> like, no, of my uh, stupid ass Facebook. I thought going, it was <laughs> so stupid. It was. And fuck you. <laughs> oh, oh, Christ. I did to bring that up. Because it was funny. Fuck you. Is that it for uh, your week? Yeah, that's it for my week. Um, well, I also saw a movie, but we'll talk about yeah, that. We'll later. talk about that after because I also saw that movie. Oh. Um, but uh, the big thing in my week, I finished rereading all of Scott Pilgrim. Really? Yes. So uh, a few weeks ago on Comixology, they had a fantastic sale of, of the uh, people that made oh, Oni Press, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're they still running fan- that actually right now. Yeah, but this was a better like. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. Either There's, way. I think their sales usually run like for three weeks. Okay. Well, either way, um, I got to pick up every – so there are six books. One through five were only four bucks each and then Solid. book six was six bucks because that's way longer. Uh, oh, way no. Longer six bucks. By, by comparison, like, oh, they're no, usually exactly. priced. That's fucking amazing. Oh, exactly. That's the thing. Like I ended up altogether spent 20-something on all the books and if I went to chapters, one of the books alone is like 20-something. So I was like – it's a steal. That's the dangerous part about comicsology because I've had that happen where I'll be browsing on like Facebook or something and then I'll I'll see the familiar logo and it'll get me because like the recent one was Hellboy because I – Yeah. The last week I actually finished the original run of Hellboy by Mike Mignola. Yeah. Uh, there's like one short story on Abyss I need to read still but I finished the main line and around that time before – because I went and bought the last book, I had ran by a sale and I was like – it just came up and it's like, hey, Hellboy, 55 to 60% off. I'm like, well, there goes a fucking another 20, 30 bucks out of my pocket. Because that's the thing is like you you go into it, you find one comic and then you go, well, I'll browse a bit. Yeah. And then you see another one and then another one. And it's like it just – it fucking spirals. I realized like – I can't remember how much money I spent the last little bit already on Comixology. But it's not a it's not a small amount but it's also not a big amount. Yeah. But it's like – just enough where I'm like, fuck, they keep getting me with these sales. Like, I almost bought, like, 30 bucks of Green Lantern shit on the weekend because it's a, hey, Green Lantern sale. The only reason I fucking didn't was because I was stuck trying to ask myself, where the fuck do I start? 
Yeah, that is a big one. Um, actually, yeah, I'm looking right now. Only Press is still doing a sale. They actually have a fantastic. You should buy it. They fucking. Um, it's the Scott Pilgrim Omnibus. Oh, so yeah? it'll it's all six books. How much? Twelve bucks. Fucking really? Steel. But this is the black and white version, which was the original version, which is the, I think, better. There's a cut, like, because the ones that I bought, are they colored? Like, he redid them all, but in color? Yeah, but I, I don't mind doing black and white. No, the black and white is, I, I like it better. There's a couple, there's a great joke in, I think, book five, because one of the main, one of the characters, Ramona, changes her hair color all the time. Yeah. But in the black and white, it's it doesn't matter. It's just like, oh, it's a different color. So then there's a point where... Uh, I think in book five, Scott says something where he's like, oh, is this closer to your natural hair color? And then she's like, I think so, but it's black and white, so you can't tell. But then in the colored one, it's like, I think green or something. And there's a box in the corner where the author's like, this was way funnier in black and white, not going to lie. <laughs> that See, that though, like that little reference to that I think is nice. Exactly. It's the small things. But, um, Fuck it. Send me the link for that. I'll probably pick it up tonight. Yeah, it's, it's well worth it. It's um, like a thousand pages. Well, one of the jokes that was so simple but just got me was when he goes and he beats um, – the first evil axe. What was his name? It was uh, like Matthew Patel. Matthew Patel. And he bursts into a cloud of change. He goes, huh, buck 75. Yeah. Fuck, that's not even enough to get the bus home. Yeah. I lost it because I was like, fucking. No, like, that's a great line. Um, But uh, I was discussing it with Peter um, because after I, f- I finished it Friday night because uh, I was busting a lot. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to read while I'm on the bus. Yeah. And I finished the books. And I was just like, man, I want to talk to someone about this. Pete will just let me ramble. So I'm like, perfect. Um, so we're talking. And we come, we came to the conclusion that almost everybody in Scott Pilgrim, excluding maybe three, four characters, everyone's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Everyone is the absolute worst. Well, Anybody that thinks Scott is a good guy is 100% wrong. Well, yeah. I mean, like, right off in the book, it's like he has a girlfriend, but he's... Yeah, he cheats on Knives with Ramona. Yeah. And then hides but, it from Ramona the entire time. And then hides it from Knives. But then yeah. later on, that because that, that's where the, the ending comes from, where it's he, that original moment of fighting... What's his name? The last uh, evil Gideon. Gideon. Where it's like the power of love, and it's like he still fails. But then it's like the power of self-acceptance. Self, yeah. Because um, he, he goes, hey, Knives, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was an asshole. This was happening. Ramona, I'm sorry. I was an asshole. This was happening. He's like, I'm going to admit it now and just fucking get this out of the way. And I, I was like, you know what? That's what I like to see in character development. See, that that's the thing, though. That's the movie ending. Far different from the book ending. Really? Oh, yeah. The book ending, like, the books go so much deeper, and it's fantastic. Does it still end, like, does it have a kind of a general theme in the sense of, like, he's no longer, like, he at least admits he was being an asshole? Yeah, sort of, but it's uh, a lot of the book, like, it, the, the books dive a lot deeper into, because if you look at the movie, really in the movie, Scott and Ramona are only dating for, like, a week. Yeah, yeah. Where in the book, this is the span, like, all six books spans, like, a year, year and a half. Really? So it really dives into their relationship, which is I love. But when you hit book five, it's not fun because it hits the problems in their relationship. And I don't like reading about the problems. Oh, God. That's one of those things like when you hit that like in like, media, I, it just – it fucking – Yeah, because like, like it's a good way of like making it hurt. Because, yeah, there's a clear scene in book five where like Ramona finds out that Scott cheated on her. And like they're lying in bed together. They like just fucked or something. And she's like – did you cheat on me? And he's like, what? It's like, did you cheat on me with knives? And he's like, well, technically I cheated on knives with you. And it's like, what's the difference? You're not wronged. And then it's just like, there's this tense moment of Scott just being like, don't break up with me. Please don't. Like, That's rough can't. shit. Yeah, it's very rough shit. And the, uh, Yeah. Um, but well, there's a lot of good shit. Like that, the books are fantastic. I uh, well, there's a reason why they, they became such a hit. Like they've been yeah. printed so many times now. And like, fuck, they made a movie out of it. Yeah, it's a big Canadian um, property. And that's like, the thing. They made a book out of it before the series was done. It was one yeah. of those like that's why the book ending is so much different from the movie ending. Which reminds me, um, again, one of my favorite scenes from the movie is the part where Knives shows up to the house and, and he jumps out the window. He jumps straight through. The, it's Michael Sarah <laughs> just fucking launching through the window, and I was like, fuck it, this is beautiful. That's a good scene. Um, but there, okay, so there's one character that I love that in the movie isn't doesn't really get a lot of recognition, and I hate it. Uh, Como, he knows everybody. 
That that's his. So at the party, uh, and at the beginning of the movie, he's the guy that Scott goes up to. Him. He's like, "Hey, do you know a girl that has hair like this?" And he has the very crude drawing of just like Ramona's face shape and hairstyle. Yeah. And he goes up and Como's just like, "Oh yeah, that's Ramona Flowers." Someone actually said she's gonna be here tonight. Stupidest fucking thing. But I loved Como, and me and Pete have always been like, "Yeah, Como, he knows everybody." In the book, when he's introduced, it's Como. He knows everybody, including you. And I'm like, what the fucking fuck? <laughs> See, I like that's something I like about storytelling too. Is like those little like nods where they get kind of silly with it. Like I don't know. I always like character intros that just give a like that little bit of information. Yeah, for sure. But um, my my favorite thing I'll leave on this are uh, there's a point in I think like book three or f- two or three where they're at a bar and Como's there and Scott's just like, oh hey Como, and he's like. Oh, hey, man. Hey, Scott, check out this ring. And he has this ring with a skull in it. And the skull goes, Scott. And he's like, oh, that's weird. Where do you get it? He's like, the future. And then that's it. They don't talk to him again. He just walks I'm away. sorry, what? I was like, what the fuck is this? You can't end up on that. Exactly. That's just – and then he shows up later. There's a point where uh, – Scott goes to a party. That's not Como- fair. That's not fair. Like going like, oh, oh the no. future. And it's like, yeah. What? And then Scott just walks away. Uh, <laughs> but there's a point in book six where Scott goes to a party and he, uh, <laughs> Como's there. He's like, oh, Scott, I didn't know you knew Alice. And Scott's like, who the fuck is Alice? And it's like, this, this is her party. This is her house. It's her birthday. And Scott's like, why am I here? <laughs> like at this point, Scott's just like drained of everything. He's just like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's just, doing. Like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. Um, well, speaking of movies. Yeah. Speaking of movies, uh, we'll end on this because we're almost hitting an hour. Yeah. yeah um, we're being close. We'll give a brief. Josh and I both went and saw a movie this week. And I would say, I, I wouldn't say totally different opinions, but very different opinions. Yeah. In a sense. Um, I, I saw the movie and while I had fun and enjoyed it, I also realized, I'm sorry, I recognize it's not a good yeah. movie. So we went and saw the new Hellboy. Not together. No, no, unfortunately. Um, we well, you went on Saturday. Yeah, I went on Saturday. I went on I went yesterday on Tuesday. I went uh, to a one thirty sorry, one fifty showing. One ten actually, one ten showing. Oh, you went to one ten. I went to like a three forty showing or some shit. Not bad. It was really like it was not a Oh, it was theater. so dead. My theater was so dead it was perfect. Well, I mean, like that's the thing too, because you went on a Tuesday. I went midday Saturday. Like not yeah. many people see a movie fucking midday Saturday. No. Um but yeah, no, it was just it was one of those movies where I I felt like – I think you said it perfectly where you need to know a if bit you, of backstory before going. Because yeah. like I'm going into this thinking, oh, OK. Well, they're redoing it. So this is going to be another origin where I'm like, no, it's not. They're like – they're put, they're putting so much shit in well, where I'm like, I don't care. Because even in the comics, Hellboy's origin is just them alluding back to when they first found him. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And then I did like parts of this a fair amount, but I think that the problem was that if you, again, if you haven't read it, like the stuff that they fit in is if like if you're ready, like cool, I I know where this came from, this came from, and how like this kind of flows. If you didn't, you're watching this movie going, where the fuck is this going? That's exactly it. Like there's a random it's point, fucking all over the place. There's a random point halfway through where uh, Hellboy gets into an elevator. Yeah, not too much. Spoiler, no, it's though. not a spoiler. Like yeah. I wouldn't say this is but a spoiler. But like at all. it kind of like, but like it teleports them somewhere else or some crap. Yeah, and, and it, I'm like, okay, for like exposition and like, hey, we're gonna move the plot along in X way, and it's like, but then that's the thing. They pushed it, and they're like, oh, now we're introducing this character. And I'm like, I don't know who this is, but I feel like I'm expected to know because in it, Hellboy already has a history with this person. Yeah, that's it. It seemed like everybody in this movie, Hellboy already had a history with that. I feel like I should have known. Yeah, and that's it. It's like they they rely on that a lot. I think the only new person really is well uh, to him in that case would be one the villain, yeah. and then two would be um, Daniel Day Kim, yeah, who played uh, Ben Daimyo. Which actually, so I'm reading uh, right now the BPRD Plague of Frog story, yeah. and I just last night staying up too late was reading it. Uh, I got to the point where it actually introduces Ben in the comic, or sorry, Daimyo in the comic. His face is fucked. Like Is you know how really? you know he's clawed up in the movie? Yeah. In the comic, he's missing an ear and you can see through his cheek. Oh. And it's one of those moments where like, oh, that's the face only a mother could love. <laughs> like with a fucking true. paper bag. But yeah, no, that's the thing, is like watching that movie is there was 
there was so much potential I found, but I think that the, for me, I believe what the big problem might have been is that they got way too eager and they tried to commit, they tried to condense way too much comic into a period movie. It didn't feel like two and a half hours because it felt like it was It rapid. wasn't two and a half hours. Was, That's the thing. Runtime was two hours and 28 minutes. That, it wasn't though. When we really? left the theater, ends up it's only two hours. It is huh. only a two hour movie. Because when we left the theater, we're like, it doesn't oh. feel like it's two hours. We like because yeah, it was good reason. It would have been three forty five when our movie started. So give it the fifteen minutes of commercials or whatever. But it started at four, and we got out of the theater at uh, five, like fifty five or some shit. And we didn't sit through the post credits. Hmm. So we were like, we were sitting there and like, why the fuck does it say two twenty? I looked at IMDb, it says two hours. And see, that's one of those things too, is where as I was watching it. Again, like it, it tried to cram too much because essentially oh, yeah. how it works is they crammed almost the entirety of the Wild Hunt and the Storm and the Fury, which is the pretty much the majority of the compendium of like uh, the third omnibus. Yeah. It's the climax of Hellboy's story pretty much. They tried to cram all of that into one movie essentially. And so there's a lot of stuff in there that they either had to shorten down and such to try and do it. I, I can think of a part of that movie where they could have ended off instead leading into a second one that would have been better pacing. I think, honestly, my big problem was the very beginning. Like, I felt like they just – they did so much shit. Like, the first half an hour of the movie I felt like wasn't necessary at all. Well, yeah. So the whole point in the, the beginning of the movie, it focuses on a story – like, a short story called Hellboy in Mexico, yeah. a, por- a portion of it at least, which it was nice to see that on the screen – but it played absolutely no point to the movie. No. And it, it was just no kind of like the movie. Like while I enjoyed it, it's like it's still it was stuff that was changed from the comic just enough to like make it more streamlined. But it's like this I understand like this wasn't necessary. You guys could cut this out absolutely. and inc- increase your storytelling time for what you already had and probably better explain things. Because like there was a lot of stuff that was just rapid fire. My friend who went with me, he's never read Hellboy. By the end of it, he was asking a lot of questions. Well, that's the thing. My, I went with a buddy who had read a majority of Hellboy, and he was just like, I don't even know what the fuck they were doing. Like The only reason I had a better, a decent understanding is because I recently just finished uh, yeah. the uh, the third and fourth Omnibus. And like, yeah, I right. don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the movie. Like, I had fun watching it. But it's like, for me, it was the, I, I recognize, like, it's just not a good movie. It's just because I'm a Hellboy fan. And it's. I know it's not going to make enough money to be profitable, oh, God, so it's no. not going anywhere after this. Because that's the thing. Like, it heavily uh, implies at the end that there should be a sequel, but there's never going to be a sequel. I'm sorry. That's the thing is like – there was also the issue for me of like there was – I understand that when you have to make things brief for a movie, you have to change things. But there were some character personality changes that were just really out of place. Like I love Ian McShane. I think Ian McShane's uh, – sorry, Ian he McShane's a great actor. He was such a dick for no reason that movie. Like, he, I felt like his dad – like. He does. It did not fit the role no. of Doc, of uh, Professor Broom at all, and like that's the thing is like because in the uh, the 2004 Guillermo yeah. del Toro film, how they had Broom there is as far as I know because like in, in the original Hellboy comic, uh, Broom actually dies within like the first ten pages. Oh really? He dies like almost immediately. You get him for a few panels and that's it essentially. Oh. And so what ends up happening is that you have like a bit of an idea of what his relationship is. They go into a comic like Hellboy and the BPRD. Like it, it goes through like a number of years, like 1951, 1952, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. That shows a bit more of like when him and Dr. Broom were doing their, their paranormal investigations as he was younger. So you get a bit more of an idea of his personality there. But it was just – it felt really weird tonally. And then um, Alice – Alice is very, very different from how she was in the comic in the sense of like, I don't know if there was like a, if one of the offshoots they gave her more, but in the sense of it's like this almost just feels like they took two completely different characters, had a bit of overlap and then just slapped one's name on the other one. Like it was just, there was enough weird stuff and there was, um, I just, I wanted to find a lot of the jokes funny. Oh, I didn't find anything funny. Like, I had some parts where I laughed, but it was more of just, like, stuff that was going on rather than the jokes. Yeah, I think I laughed maybe once towards the very beginning, and that was about it. Like, afterwards, I was like, this feels a little too forced. It was. It was. Well, from what I heard is that um, it was that they had way too much footage, and the they didn't quite have – whoever shot it was didn't have final cut rights. Yeah. So when they gave it over, they had to make a lot of cuts in order to fit the time frame. 
And so it turned into a lot of shit being left out. And then a lot of stuff being like, well, we can't fit in this big expositional line. Let's just dub in a one-liner. Because that's the thing is like my other part is like, because of all, a lot of like the redubbing over parts, a lot of shit just felt like flat acting. Yeah. Like I had a few parts where it's like, hey, we're in this action scene. Let me talk like this to you. My buddy's biggest problem, and we should leave on this because we should be done. But uh, Well, because if you if, – do you want to talk about Avengers quickly? No. Okay. No. Um, I'll cut that part out. Uh, yeah, no. The biggest problem that my buddy had was there was never a moment of silence in that movie. There was music the entire fucking time. Some of the music just really didn't fit either. No, it didn't. And he just – because that's the thing. Like the whole point of a movie is like you don't have music all the time so that when you do have music, it's more of a tense or more – but with music literally the entire time, my buddy literally fell asleep. He was like, no, he, you get adjusted to it. So it's not really you're waking up because there's this music all the time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't like it. But to each that, their own. That's it. No, again, like I enjoyed it. But that's it. I'm, the only reason I'm enjoying it because it's like, hey, Hellboy movie. Yeah. Like it's not a good movie by any means. No. Like, and that's the thing. It's looking back on it now. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like that's the thing is like at least we still have the Guillermo ones. I feel like the movie is getting a bit of a hard – rap because it's not Guillermo or oh, yeah. Guillermo? No, Guillermo? Del Toro. Let's call him Del Toro. I have so much trouble pronouncing his fucking first name. But that's the thing is like it's, I don't know. Worst part is this is ki- probably just killed all chances of anything coming of this oh, for yeah. a good while. Hey, maybe in another 15 years we can get a reboot. Maybe. Who knows? Well, um, this Dreams has been the Y Fighters. You can follow us on Twitter at the Y Fighters or our Facebook Y Fighters at Y Fighters. Yeah, Y Fighters. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to specify. Just search Y Fighters. You'll find us. Yeah, you and can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and other places, Podcast Attic, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Eventually, we're going to be doing our applications to other platforms. Just um, things are kind of busy right now. They'll be coming later. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I've been Josh, and I'm Travis. Toodaloo.